When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the 1871 podcast with Johnny Hunt and me, Mark Roach. And before I introduce our special guest, a quick heads up for you that our guest on tomorrow's episode is Mark Nichols, who scored three goals in seven appearances for Reading on loan from Chelsea. Um, But I am going to introduce our special guest tonight. And I'm absolutely delighted to welcome the legend that is Tony Ruggier as our special guest. So thank you so much, Tony, for joining us. Uh, fantastic. Great to be here. Great to be here. Looking forward to it. It's so great to to have you on. And uh, just by way of a a little introduction, um, you joined Reading, I believe it was in the summer of 2000, wasn't it? Is that correct? uh, Am I right in saying you made 99 appearances for Reading? Is that right? That is correct. I I was surprised when I looked at it myself. Yeah. no, but I mean, fun memories. I mean, had had a fantastic time. I would even say one of the best times of my career, actually, where 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 there was a you know there was a magnificent purpose of of reason for being on the field and 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 yeah. feeling it around the town that I was at. So it was fantastic. Um, and and that that seems a bit harsh. How come they didn't give you uh, your one hundredth appearance? Interesting, interesting. I think I think um, that would that that would that, that was the question. That's the question, and the next question. I'm going to speak to Alan Paggio. That would be my next question to him. Absolutely, fair enough. Absolutely, fair enough. Um, and I think you you played against Reading, didn't you, as well for uh, at least one other club. Was that was that before or after? Can you remember? I, I no, I played for Reading against Reading, possibly before, not after. I don't think I ever came back to to Stark Spark. Okay. I, I, and, and that might have been with the Port Vale outfit, possibly. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I, I've got a vague. Re- we, we've had a lot of um, ex-Reading players on as as guests, and I've got a vague recollection that one of the defenders, <coughs> excuse me, talked about a game against you and. You giving him a, a really hard time. I don't know. If, <laughs> can you remember who it was, Johnny? But some someone no. mentioned it. No. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I mean, listen. I, I mean, my 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 experience at Reading was was such a, a fantastic one. It was a challenging one because obviously there was an expectations of the squad coming in. I came in really late. Um, didn't get a chance to do a proper preseason with Reading. Um, and the expectation was automatic promotion, literally, that without question. Even though, even though we, we, you know, we weren't there before, like back in the days with Shaka Hislop groups yeah. and that. Yeah. But the expectation there's a real buzz around the place that we would we would do really well, and 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 we did, we did. Yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned Shaka, and, and he's been on as a guest, and I would say um, that. Two of our favourite guests that we, we've had on the podcast, including this one, is Shaka Hislop and Tony Rougier, um, partly because we just love the accent. So, uh, 
so that accent is, is brilliant by the way so um the 2000 2001 season you know overall a great season except of course the way it ended um i know, I know. you know talk talk a bit we'll come to the the player final in a minute but talk about your your first season with with reading um you know you must have you must have enjoyed it I, I loved it. I mean, I mean, I mean, I was at Port Vale at the time. Um, Port Vale was going through a, a really tough time financially, and, and needed to, to 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 get some desperate funds coming in. And I remember getting a call from Alan Alan Pagio at the time, and and I really didn't know who Reading was. And and the first inclination for me was to, to reach out to Shaka because obviously from that perspective, Shaka played for Reading, and Shaka said, "Rouge, don't even think about it." Don't even think about it. Get yourself down there as soon as you, you possibly can. And and for me, um, never regretted it once. I, I had I, there was some challenging times, obviously, but never regretted it once. And and I still have a lot of good friends, you know, from the, from the, my my church, my local church down there, Globe Globe. Um, I had a, a fantastic, fantastic experience at Reading. My children were born there as well, so I'm really happy. Really yeah, well, we're going to um, we're going to talk a, a little bit more about Shaka and Trinidad and Tobago um, in a minute, and obviously the playoff final as well. But, but Johnny, is there anything in particular that, that you want to ask Tony about that season? I was uh, it's just a, one of those iconic seasons, and you Tony, you had some a lot of competition in that team, didn't you? Striking wise, oh, I think. The, the, how, the, how was that for motivation? I think it, well. It was it was good. It was good. I mean, I, I came in at the time was the at that that time was the highest signing, I think three hundred and something, and and then the likes of you know Martin Butler was already there. I think he got injured, um, but I mean you know when when you see Martin Butler play, what a fantastic striker he was as well. And um, Jimmy Curison came afterwards, but it was it was good. Uh, there was a good team camaraderie around the place. It was good having competition to fight for your place. And the, the, the sad part of it is in, in never had an injury before. I think in my first four or five games, I got injured. I got a, a massive injury that affected my career, literally. I was never the same. Or I could never, every time I try to go beyond myself, that injury will come up again and shows itself. Um, and, and, but uh I mean, I loved it. I, I mean, Majeski Stadium was was will always be in my memory. Always, always, always. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned the um, you know that your injury that that you had, um, and and that's kind of it's fairly common, isn't it, for like forwards and wingers and uh, attack minded players who've got a bit of pace, because we've had Martin Hicks on recently, who's you know, record goal. Uh, sorry, record appearance maker for Reading, and he said he never had any pace to start with. He got injured, but you know, he never he never had anything to lose. But a player like you, um, obviously, if you get an injury, is potentially going to affect you and your game and how you yeah. play even more, yeah. isn't it? I think I think for me and people wouldn't wouldn't. I mean, I give all praise to God always. Glorify to glory be to His holy name. But the, the thing for me was always, you know, I always look forward to playing soccer. Soccer was an opportunity for me in my life. Coming from Trinidad and Tobago, 
being at a club, some people might not see it that way, but Reading is a massive club with, with huge potential and lived up to that potential the following season qualifying for the premiership. But um, that was always something I saw at Reading and, and saw what, what, what was possible. Um, but that, that injury, um, I, I, the, the thing is, when I came back, for me, it was all for the love of the game. And there wasn't, there wasn't massive money involved at that time. Um, but, but the thing for me was, was getting back to help my teammates get promoted. And I, and I think I remember, um, John Fern was the physio at the time. I think he's now at Chelsea. I I felt 90% and I was like, I'm ready to go. But I could remember myself limping on the field against Cambridge. I think it was, um, one of our derby games. And coming on and scoring two goals to, for us to win the game, but I remember that game. I wasn't running properly, mm-hmm. and I think the the, the 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 best thing that happened was us. We were losing the game two one. I came on. We won the game three two. But the worst thing happened is that I Pajio never wanted to take me off the team to to recover, and and I just that just continued for the rest of the season. I was never right. I was never right. But again, I didn't know better. But I just wanted to do what's better. Yeah, yeah. Um and and let's talk about the the playoff final. I mean, if if you think of the history of all playoff finals, you must be one of the, the most unluckiest players, what, what happened in that final. Just to you know, we we can't get you on a on a, an episode of this podcast and not ask you about that. You're not going to remind me of that. You're not going to remind me that one. What do you What do you remember about that that game, and what do you remember about the the own goal? Um, right. It was just bizarre, wasn't it? And and then yeah. and then obviously they they scored again after that. I think didn't they? But yeah. but what what do you remember about that game and that own goal? And, and how did you feel? I, I mean, one first of all, disappointed it was at Cardiff because I wanted Wembley. One, there was an issue with with Wembley and Wembley was being repaired. Um, and and but I mean, the, the support, the admi- the atmosphere that was in that stadium was uh, electric. Um, and and remembering, um, we we had it was a very balanced game against a very balanced team. Um, we were all we were firing, firing in all cylinders again, not feeling 100% with the injury and uh, didn't start in the game. But knowing, having a conversation in the meetings before with, with, with pads, know I will play some part in, in that game to help and, and, and getting the opportunity to come on. And I knew nothing about it, absolutely nothing about it, helping in defense. And I think with Barry Hunt. I'm so confident that I was actually facing the other way, knowing I'm going to push out. Back of the head, one of you know, I I, I couldn't believe it. I was gutted. I was gutted, but still had the opportunity to do something about it. We, we lost the game, but it's it's it's. I mean, it's amazing. People look at us from the outside, watching soccer players on the field, and think. And, and I know sometimes we are supposed to do better at times, but 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 it's 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 such a it's always a difficult task with the responsibilities of clubs and, and communities to, that's on the, the player's shoulder. And sometimes fans doesn't remember things like that, you know? Yeah. And Johnny, do you want, do you want to come back in? Yeah, I remember that game so well. How, how did you pick yourself up after that 
Tony, when you you know you you because we deserved to win that game really, and then it just oh, turned, didn't yeah, it? On... Without question, without question. I mean, and that would have been. I mean, that was our first year. That was our first year me coming to the club. Um, no, it's just it's it, you, you just carry on with it. You just you, you just have to carry on. It's part of the thing. You, you I mean you pick yourself up. Expectations again for next year, but I, I know. Um, I remember talking to um, I can't remember his name now. Um, one of the players was saying, like, you know, Rouge, you know, stay, stay on the halfway line for the next corner. Uh, but we joke about it in the, in the following season. Um, but we got, I think, next season, the following season, we had an automatic promotion, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, that's how you do it. You, you, you improve it by the next game. It, it is about the next game. And, and sometimes, I mean, it's, it's, it's about the next game. The game is done. You've got to move on. You've got to pick yourself up and make it work for the next one. But I, I was absolutely gutted. I couldn't wait to get on a plane to head to Trinidad to get some sunshine after that. <laughs> it must be hard. Wait that gap, especially like you know an end of season game. You know, any other game yeah. during it, you got the yeah. next game in the daytime. But when yeah. you've got that whole, I don't know, yeah. six weeks, yeah. eight weeks to, do you just mull it over? No, especially- I think well, first, obviously being an international as well, especially at those those times, our major tournaments used to be in the summer. Um, so when our season was over, I would go straight into the Caribbean Concacaf Championships. Um, and, and at that time, Trinidad and Tobago was, was quite highly ranked as well. So the, the, the pressure was back on again. And, and, and more so, I was, I, was, I, I was either the defensive midfield for Trinidad and Tobago or the centre-back uh, for Trinidad and Tobago. So because of the, 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 the skill sets that we have in Dwight York and Stern John and Russell Atten, um, it was just trying to put the best players on the field really, and try and make it work. But but that, that again, that was the other side of it. But um, I wanted to do it for Reading, obviously. Uh, it didn't happen that year. But um, thank God we got it the next one, next yeah. season. And, and you talked about playing for Trinidad and Tobago. And, you know, what, what was it like playing for um, Shaka Hislop, for, for Reading and, and also for Trinidad and Tobago as well? Did that kind of help in, in a way that you had a, um, a club mate you know, in the national side with you as well? It, 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 was, it was a unique time at that time for Trinidad and Tobago because we had the likes of a guy called Russell Atapi who, who would play for Porto, who played for Rangers, played for the Brunian. We had the likes of Stone John who plays for Nottingham Forest and Birmingham and the likes of that. We had the infamous Dwight York. Um, we had the Shaka Hislop of this world. We had players who played in Europe, um, and more so in the, the lower divisions, but it, it was quite solid. So for us coming back, it, 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 was, it was such an opportunity for us to, 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 to have a chat with each other. What, how did the season go? Have a little, you know, go to the beach after training, hang out. I mean, it was, it was, that was one of the highlights as well, that we, you know, to hear the stories and, and hear some of the things that we went, we've been through. I mean, the, the challenges, um, it, it was difficult and, and it was encouraging too because we could understand that it didn't just happen to us, it happened to everybody else. And, and we would pick, pick each other up and, 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 and keep going again for the season to go. But that was really, really fantastic. And, and you, you've already mentioned it, but the, <clears throat> the season after the disappointment of, of that playoff final, obviously Reading did then go on and, um, you know, get automatic promotion in, very dramatic circumstances. What 
What do you remember uh, about that season, Tony? I remember, I remember the, the competition. I remember that the most. I remember I, I said to, we, I think we, we just specifically got into the sports science of things. I can't remember the game, the guys, Miles. Anyway, we got into the sports science of things and we were doing things a little bit differently. And it was the first season we had no injuries, no major injuries that season. We were buzzing. We were a team. Um, we had some players who were considered, you know, from a perspective of age, the A.D. Vivash and, and A.D. Williams. And, 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 uh, but we had a good kind of madri, a good balance of pads. Pads did a fantastic job that season. Um, and we had the likes of uh, 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 Jamie Curitan scoring goals from his ear, from his, from his ears. Um, you know, what a fantastic finisher that boy was um, at that division. But it was, it was good. It was balanced. And, and if, when it didn't happen, I, I remember that season, there was a time the pairing was, was Nicky Foster and myself. And then the pairing, it started off with Nicky Butt, um, Nicky Butt, Butt, Butler and Curitan. And then it was Butler and myself. And it, it was fantastic. And, and if you think the games were like that, you should see training sessions. Like when we were doing shooting or finishing, it was, it, we all pushed each other. And I think that, that helped. And that, it puts a lot of pressure on the, on the coach. And it was done to, to your performances. We had to move people around, but it worked. And we got what we needed. Um, but that, that, that was the fun memory of that. Um, seeing players push each other for positions still having good relationships uh, till this day. I still have when I meet these boys, um, the likes of, like, I, I, I solemnly speak with, with my good friend, John Salako a lot and, and Graham Murthy now and again, um, just to catch up on how things and, uh, goes in soccer. But it, it, what a, what a fantastic, what a fantastic time. Yeah. Well, we've got, we've had Graham on, we've got John Salako's coming on as well. You have? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Top guys. Um, doing well. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so yeah. happy for him. I'm so, so happy for him. Yeah. Really good. And, and Johnny, that you know, that season for for Reading fans, obviously, it, it came before you know what was to to follow going up to the Premier League. But that's such a memorable season, wasn't it, for Reading? Yeah. And I remember the one game as well, Tony. I remember the game. I think it was Tranmere away, where we were two 0 down on that run. And you came, you got the equaliser. Do you remember that game when we were on that draw, 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 draw to the last eight or nine games? And that point yeah. was huge, wasn't it, to, well, to keep us going? But this is the thing, though. I think we, we got. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a long time. It's a really long time. I don't know if you guys remember. It, it was. We felt like we couldn't lose. We felt like even if we were one nil down or two nil down. It, we, we, we can't lose. We, we can't afford to lose. And I, I think it was, it was feeling the people. I mean, people wouldn't, I don't know if people understand, but when the, when the players understand the feeling of the, of the supporters, so when you go on the field, it's 105% every time so that you, 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 have, you have a chance. And that, and that 12th man, which is always the fans, and 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 wanting to hear that la 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 rouge all the time in the stand, always looking forward to it. <laughs> always looking forward to it. That, that must be Tony. That must be great though. When when you hear the fans singing your name, how does that make you feel? 
Oh, the, the, the best parts of it, which, which my, my, my wife reminded me when I told her Tula was going to be on this and we started to reminisce. There was, I, I, I went on loan to, to Brighton and, you know, scored in my first, I mean, I, was, I, was, I, mean, I scored six, I think five goals in, in three games or something like that. It was a short loan just to get myself going again. And we played Ipswich. And Ipswich was neck and neck with Reading for promotion, I think, as well. And got two goals in that game. And my, our next game, the loan spell was up for some reason because we were playing Reading. Brighton was playing Reading in the next game. So I was in the stand. And the Reading fans were singing my name. And the Brighton fans were singing La 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 Rouge <laughs> as well. It was, it, was fa- it was fantastic. But, I mean, as I said before, and I came back since I left the, 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 the UK. I came back to Reading. I bought, I brought, because I'm coaching now. I'm, 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 I'm into youth development coaching and all the things that I didn't want to see in myself and wanted more for myself and other players. I'm now able, I'm quali- I'm a, a, a UEFA A coach, and li- coach license now. And I'm, I'm helping players to become that. And it's, I, I brought two players to Reading maybe three, four years ago. And and it was it was fantastic to see my feet, my pictures still up and and people still remember what I did and and, and that plays a big part of my heart for sure. And, and just Tony, just take us back to that you know memorable game when Jamie Curison got that that equaliser. Just you know if you if you've been a Reading fan for sort of twenty years or so, that's that's going to be one of your favourite games. What was that that game like? Because you you only needed to draw. Uh, you went one nil down, and you talked about it already. You always felt confident that that you would uh, do it, and and you had a lot of practice of getting draws, didn't you? Up to that game, um, you know what, what was that? What was that game like? What was the mentality of the players, and and then how did it feel to you know get across the line? Yeah, the the the, the, the challenge then was, I think, most of. And you take your hats off to managers. Let me go back that way. Let me even start from that from the top there because the manager has to pick eleven players. I mean, and and we had eleven players who all were were vying for positions. And and if you speak to the fans and people, other people outside of the club, they they will not start with the same eleven. They'll have different people. I want to see him play. I want to see him play. So, and and we on, on as well. This is the game. That everybody wants to play in, um, and, but but it, it, you had to go with the players that was in form at the time, and that was Curitan was in and out. But you know, half a chance, maybe something could happen. Um, but it was even though there was a bit of sweet because you want to play, and even if you don't play, you want to win. Um, so I think that 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 was the understanding within the group. The understanding with the group, we, we were so poised that promotion was everything. Mm. we got to get Reading up. We need to get, we, I mean, we want to play in a higher league. We want to play against the better players. we got to get out of this division to play against these teams. We need our, our community. And, and at that time, I mean, I went back to Reading. Reading is very different now. The, the community of Reading is very, I couldn't believe when I go around the Majeski Stadium, so many activities going on, but it wasn't like that when I was there. So, but we knew we had to help. This, the football club needs to go with the city. 
the area, the, the borough. And, and, so that, and that was our attitude. That was our communication at night before the game. That's what, that's what, that's what our communication was. At the, you know, the warm-up, hey, let's get this. This, this is ours. Let's get this. Let's get this. So that, that's really what it was. That's really what it was. And then also, um, and, and Johnny, come, come back in after, after this, but yeah. um, for you personally, Tony, what, what happened the year before? Um, did you breathe a sigh of relief, obviously, because you had that? Um, and it sounds like you just sort of picked yourself up and got back on with it. But nevertheless, and we've had Stuart Lovell on, and obviously he missed the penalty in the 95 um, playoff final. And, and then eventually Reading got up, so he kind of had a bit of relief when that final mm. happened. Yeah, what was that like for you personally, having had that experience with the own goal the, the year before to actually then, you know, go up on the final day of the season? Was it relief or what were your emotions like? No, it, 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 well, it, 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 what, can, I, can I say it's, it wasn't even relief? Because we were so tuned in, it, it was promotion or nothing. It was so. If we didn't get promoted, obviously that's another story because it didn't happen. But we 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 were happy. Obviously, we were jolly. I mean, it was. I think that night was my first beer ever. I think because <laughs> I'm, I'm a teetotal. Um, but it was it was. This we worked hard. We knew, and and I I, I said to people, I say sometimes. I've heard a friend of mine recently said that, you know, look at these players. They're not even bothered. You don't play, soccer players doesn't play. Not, they, they play to win. Even the team we're playing against, they play to win. They, you know, so our attitude was, hey, we, we would shoot ourselves in the head if we don't get, we need, we need to get promotion. We would put ourselves in the line. We would, we would, I mean, we'll take one in the cheek for the boys. Um, and as I said before, that whole season was challenging. Um, but the only end product of it was that, and, and the relief became after you sat down and you realized we've done it. Yeah, we've done it. And 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 then you get reminded again. Next season's next week. We got to do it again. And now, <laughs> we and now we get we're reminded you about it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but no, it it, it was. I was so pleased to be part of that group. I think with without those challenges, did not, we would not have been propelled to be where we were when we got promoted. Mm. Because the ex, it, could you imagine? I mean, Reading Football Club was a team people wanted to play for. We had players from Arsenal and Manchester United coming to to Reading. I mean, I mean, come on, you know, um, fantastic, fantastic. Johnny, do you want to come back in? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It was really a special time, Tony, at Reading, wasn't it, for us? And for me personally, I'm here talking to you, and as a personal memory, my partner at the time, her daughter Jade, she named her dog after you, Rouge, who's our <laughs> family dog. And I remember I met you at one of the games, and I went up to you and I said, oh, hey, Tony, just let you know I've named my dog after you. And you went, oh, wicked man, and kind of walks off like, what the heck? <laughs> but that's that's like, that's like that's what it means to us, you know. Um you know, the players that we identify with at that time, you're heroes to us. And, you know, to have the opportunity to talk to you and reminisce is huge. So thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, my intent is to to continue to, in, in some way, shape or form, 
be be continue being a part of that community, being a part of that club. And 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 now where I am, I am living in the US now. I'm coaching in the, the highest league of the youth development and always the, the opportunities coming now where I can I can help reading with youth talents in the US as well. So you, you never know. But let's hope in time um I can help in any way, shape or form in, in the other side of it. So yeah. And, and Tony, you, you've, you've got your own foundation now, the Anthony Ruggier Foundation. Tell us about that. Why did you set that up and, and what, what are the aims? It's of the a, that's, a, that's a really interesting one because I'm coaching here in the US. US. The US system here is pay to play. You, you, if you can't pay, you can't play. It's a weird one. And, and they're and they affiliated with soccer development. So I came here uh, three, three years now, started at the, the New England Revolution, and realize um, this is not this. I mean, I, I'm an, I'm being honest with you guys, right? I'm being really honest. It's not soccer development because the best players is not always the players that has money. Um, and the, the the great players of this world didn't come always from financial background. So how, what opportunities are you giving to them? And I had a player on my team who is his mom is a single mom, got divorced, and she's trying to keep her son happy because you know what soccer could do to kids, right? And she's telling me she's 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 taken a loan of ten thousand US dollars for her son to play this season. I'm like, that can't be right. And I went to the club, which I'm at NEFC now, a New England football club, and I'm saying we gotta help this kid. And then you wouldn't believe how many things he had to fill out and how many this, and I'm saying that's not help. And, I, and that's where the foundation started. Funny enough, we were able to raise enough money to help this kid. The kid is now playing for the New England Revolution's academy. And, and I'm saying the proof is in the pudding. I, I, I can't remember. If I had to pay, you wouldn't have known who Tony Rizzi was. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. So I, my foundation is basically... Creating environments for kids who wants to play soccer to change lives. Uh, we would help you with nutrition. We would help you with, with training. We would help you with advice. We would help you pay some of these fees that can't be paid. And we're not asking you to sign any contracts. It's just a really humanitarian thing just to help people. And my wife is pulling her hair out sometimes because it's, it's really costly. But I believe what somebody did for me, I got to do for somebody else by God's grace. Brilliant, brilliant. And, and Johnny, uh, do you want to come in with, with a, a final question for Tony? Yeah. Um, Jason was telling me... Uh, Jason Trigley, my good yeah. friend. He's he a top man. Top, used, top man. He used to run your website, is that right? Correct. He used to connect with the Correct. fans back in the day. Tell us yeah, about that. I mean, I mean look, at, look at what's happening now, right? Compared to back then. And, and Jason came in with that idea with me and, and it went really, really well. I mean, I had to take all his hair off our foundation as well. Um, cut his off. But Jason's fantastic. I'm so proud of that, that man. And I'm so happy with the relationship I've forged with him. And we continue to do it. And, and I hope I hope we continue. Uh, bless, you know, may God continue to bless his family. And he's a, he's a, listen, this guy is a Reading guy. Jason is a through and through Reading guy. So I, I can't wait to come back and, and visit him again. Um, and visit, visit, get, get in touch with, with with the club again, and see how things may go. It'd be great well, to see you there. Fantastic. Listen, Tony, I'm I'm 
planning to come out to um, Boston at some point this year. So please look me up. If I do, I'll I'll buy you. I'll buy you your second beer. <laughs> or, or a coffee, yeah. or a coffee. That's fine. Or whatever no, you like. But uh, it's, it's important. So, in the, in, I mean, I, I'm, my intent is to help. I mean, I'm not saying I have to be careful in saying this because I know when people when you start talking about helping people, they think they ask themselves, do they need help? And, and the U.S. Mm-hmm. Soccer Federation is a very stickler on that. You need help. You, England, especially, is the, the, the mecca of football in the world. Mm. Any way you can get help from them, we need to take it. And I'm, and I'm making arrangements right now to get a premiership club, academy, uh, the academy director to come to, to Boston to do seminars to really let people know. Because there's nothing new in soccer under the sun. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. What do you do to make your club the best in the premiership even without the money with, with including the money yeah. and and i need them to know and and and, and learn and, and help soccer grow in, in this part of new england for sure so when you come over man i, I really love to i'll, let you, I'll let you know it'd be great it'd be great to meet meet you so right. uh tony look I'm, i appreciate look. it my club has just gone top of the ms league oh congratulations my, the team that i coach fantastic oh. Well done. I appreciate it, guys. Really, really love it hearing your voices, seeing the badge in the back. Yeah, there love you go. it. There love you go. it. All right, Tony. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. All right, top Thanks man. So much, thanks, thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, no, thank you, Tony. And and a quick reminder for you that our uh, guest tomorrow is Mark Nichols, who played for Reading on loan from from Chelsea. And as Tony was saying there, you know, we've had some great players, haven't we? From from Arsenal, Man United, uh, Chelsea, etc. So um, Mark will be talking about his his time at Reading. But um, just you know, thanks again to to Tony. Absolutely fantastic to have you on as a guest. And and I, I would also say as well, you know, continue to we we will get bad grades again. It's not easy, but we've got to stick with it. We've got to see it through to the end. Yeah. Thanks to the Reading fans for all the support as well in the past and in the future. Thank you so much. Sports Social Podcast Network.